Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word for a few minutes each day, about 12 or 13 or so. And in that way, even in that short amount of time, it does keep us focused on our spiritual lives, on our relationship with God, upon our souls. Helps us to be better equipped or better suited to deal with whatever the day throws at us because we're going to be more spiritually focused in our day. Now, I want to encourage you to do something. As you get into God's Word every day through these studies, that helps your faith to stay strong because we keep emphasizing faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. Help somebody else grow in their faith by sharing these studies with them. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, maybe some other technological means. But there are people in your life, probably within your own family in fact, who need to change their thinking. They need to start thinking about their relationship with God, about their soul's salvation. They need to start thinking about eternity. So share these short studies with them. Help them to turn their thinking and thereby their lives around. You may help somebody actually get to heaven. Now, that'll be a great blessing for them, obviously, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So share with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, literally anybody you can. Make that commitment and start today. We're continuing our line of thought and study, talking about the certainty and stability of God's Word, and especially in the face of our continually mind-changing culture or mindset that keeps changing in our culture all the time. Our cultural mindset is changing fundamentally before our very eyes, but now make no mistake, it'll do that again somewhere down the road. Uh, It keeps changing. Again, what was acceptable and normal just a short time ago, according to our cultural mindset, is now unacceptable. And what was previously unacceptable and abnormal is now accepted as being normal and good. What used to be trustworthy and good is now rejected as being suspicious, uncertain, and to be avoided. What was commonly accepted as being righteous is now seen as being unrighteous, mean, hateful, and what was easily recognized as being ungodly in the past is and immoral is now promoted as being upright, moral, and righteous. Well, what changed? The truth did not change. The truth is the same always. So what changed? Our thinking is what changed. We simply changed our thinking. And we want what used to be recognized, obviously, as truth to now be not truth. And what used to be recognized as being wrong and unrighteous and ungodly, we want that to be accepted now as being good and righteous and moral. Well, the truth did not change in the matter. Simply, our thinking changed. What we want to be the truth. But truth is not, a, is not subject to popularity. Truth is, is truth all the time, whether anybody believes it or not, whether any, anybody likes it or not, whether anybody lives by it or not. It's not up to a popularity contest. Truth is the truth, no matter what. Our cultural mindset has changed, and in the process, 
It has brought incredible instability, confusion, hatred, violence, chaos, and immorality to our nation, to our culture. And how sad that is, because it has ultimately been to the detriment and decaying of our culture, not helping it whatsoever. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 119 and verse 89, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled or stands firm in heaven. God's word, by contrast to our cultural mindset, which keeps changing from <laughs> not just generation to generation, but within just a, few, uh, just, just a short period of time, keeps changing from one mindset to another. God's word by contrast, is certain. It is sure. It is absolutely correct all the time and therefore brings stability and order and direction and confidence and peace to the life that is lived by its teachings. We as people and we as a culture in our nation today need to learn this lesson. John the Apostle wrote that 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, that friendship with this world does not put us in a position of walking with God. He said, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. Now, what he's talking about there is if the ways of this world, the things of this world, the elements of this world are your basic focus in life, if that's what you think your life is all about, he said, you're not walking with God because he said, this world is passing away. This world, he said, is passing away and the lust of it. But by contrast, he said in verse 17, he who does the will of God abides or lives forever. God offers us not just stability in our lifestyle in this world, but he offers us ultimately the eternal stability of eternal life with him in heaven. Heaven and earth will pass away, Jesus said, but my words will, will by no means pass away. Matthew 24 and verse 35. We're going to die in this physical reality or life because everything in this world and of this world is temporary. And so one day, every single one of us will pass from this life. Our physical bodies will die. But God offers us the opportunity to be born again. And that's spiritually. And that rebirth, and Jesus said that must happen for us to have, to be able to enter the kingdom of God, John chapter three, verses three through five. But that rebirth that will bring us the stability of knowing while we're still alive in this world that we're looking forward to eternal life in heaven. The Apostle Peter wrote in 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse, well, let's go back to verse 22. He said, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. Now he's writing this to Christians, to people who have already put Christ on in baptism for the remission of their sins. They've already been born again, but he's going to get to that. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth. What truth? Well, not the truth as the world sees it, but the truth of God's word. And he gets to that, makes, becomes more specific in a moment. 
since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. You see, God's word stands head and shoulders. <laughs> well, that really doesn't do it justice. It stands infinitely above the truth that this world would grab onto and hold as being truth because their understanding of truth keeps changing. But God's word again is settled, stands firm in heaven. The word of God stands forever, Isaiah 40 and verse 8. So Peter said, we can be born again, but not of the corruptible seed, that is of physical reproductive processes, but rather, he says, of incorruptible through the word of God, the word of God, which stands firm in heaven, which is settled in heaven, which stands forever, which Jesus said lives and abides forever. He goes on in verse 24, and he compares our physical life to nature around us. He says, because all flesh is grass, is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withers and its flower falls away. Don't you love to see the grass turn green in the springtime? Don't you, see all the don't you love to see all the flowers bloom in the early spring and then on through the summer? Don't you love to see the leaves come on to the trees and turn that bright green as they were flowering out? And so many of the trees have beautiful blossoms for a period of time when they're first coming out. Don't you love to see that? Isn't it wonderful? It's encouraging, isn't it? Heartwarming, even inspiring. But we know what's going to happen a few months down the road, don't we? Colder weather's going to set in. The grass is going to go dormant and turn brown. The flowers, those blooms are going to fade away, and the flowers are going to go, they're either going to die or go into dormancy. The leaves and the trees are going to turn colors and ultimately fall off because that is the way of the nature of this world. And Peter is saying that's what physical life is like. It's temporary here in this world. All flesh is as grass. It comes and it goes. All the glory of man is the flower of the grass. Oh, we're going to get older one day if we live long enough. Then our bodies are going to start wearing out, aren't they? The parts are going to start wearing out. And we're going to feel the effects of the aging process. And ultimately, our bodies are going to give out. And we're going to die. And so, the grass withers, its flower falls away. And here's the contrast. Verse 25 of 1 Peter chapter 1. But the word of the Lord endures forever. The word of the Lord endures forever. You see, we're talking about certainty. We're talking about stability. And this world does not offer that in and of itself by its own nature. That certainty and stability only comes through the teachings of God's word. As we learn them and embrace them and make them the guiding force in our lives. Let's pray together. 
Father, we thank you for loving us so much. We thank you for giving us your word to guide us through the best pathways in this life to hold onto and guide our lives by the best values, your values, communicated to us in your word, but also to bless us with not just a wild wish, but the expectation of being with you in eternity in heaven. Thank you, Father, for loving us so much. Thank you for your word. And please, Father, we pray at this time, please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.